podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. Dan Marino. He was asked about his, did you see this article? About his Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So Marino asked about his Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks, the man that threw for over 61,000 yards and 420 touchdowns. Every time we say that, aren't you supposed to take a little toke there, right? It is 420 with, with uh, Marino and touchdowns. Anyways, during a recent interview, he was asked to name his Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. He says, to me, Montana, Elway, Kelly. Those guys, all those guys. Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be considered one of the best ever. You got Tom Brady, you got a lot of guys. So there's a lot to pick from there. When asked if he'd consider himself, Marino had a humble response. Nah, I'm not going to do that. That's for someone else to say, but I feel like I could play with all those guys. And you know what I love about Marino? There's many things I love about Marino, my favorite Dolphin player of all time. Um, he is humble... Personally, out there in public like that, he's not ever going to talk himself up. But behind the scenes, um, he lacks zero confidence. And he should. Because he should never lack any confidence. He should feel the way he, he does because he can play with anybody. And sometimes we land in a situation. You, it happens to you. You're a good employee, you land in a terrible business. And you see it's run terrible and all that, and you do your job, and then you go find a job that's the same kind of job with another company that does the same thing, but it's run the right way. And now you feel good, and you can excel, and you can improve, and you have confidence around you, and you can get better, and you can get promotions, and you can make more money. But in a place that's incompetent, and maybe it's run with, you know, friends or family members or anything like that, that there's some bias and you can't get ahead or you don't have the support. Nor, you know, I've worked at radio stations with Sean that we didn't have anything to work with to try to do our jobs. You know what I mean? And so it's hard to be good at what you do when you don't have support. And Dan Marino could have won many titles. You just never gave him what he needed in order to win those, those titles. He never had a defense. He never had a running game. And that's why I laugh with the whole Tua thing with some of you morons. Oh, well, he needs a per No, everybody needs a team. Okay? Because if you don't have Chris Jones, then Mahomes is not winning titles. You know? That's kind of the way it goes. If you don't have... Um, uh, what's it called, McDuffie and, and um, what's the other guy, uh, Bird or whatever, right? Huh? Sneed, yeah, Bird, Sneed, whatever. All those, you're not winning. When he didn't have an offensive line, he got his ass kicked in the Super Bowl. Everybody needs a better team in order to get it done, you know? And, and so to me, this is where I... I feel bad for Marino at times because he, for some people, you know, he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. And that's because he was in a situation that didn't allow him to excel to the point that he easily could have. 
because he easily could have won a title. But you're not winning it if you don't have the right people around you. And Shula, unfortunately, failed in building a team around him. You know? But it's, I'm not surprised that he mentions guys like Montana, Kelly. I mean, those guys, Elway, it's as good as it gets, man. It's good. And Elway had the same problem. He would get his ass kicked in the Super Bowl constantly. And that's because you weren't going to win with Sammy Winder. You know, now when you ended up getting Terrell Davis and you got that nasty defense, you went and won back-to-back titles, something that Marino never had, you know? And it's always good to remind people that it's not a Tua thing, it's a quarterback thing. And I'll give you an example, Justin Fields. Here's a young man that I personally haven't given up on him. I know he has accuracy issues. That's where, that's his legal knock right there, right? But moxie, toughness, intelligence, uh, work ethic, it's all there. It's all their character. It's all there with Justin Fields. So you got to kind of work with him. Do I think that he had everything to work with in Chicago? No, I don't. So wherever he does go, I hope he lands somewhere where he's given an opportunity to see if he can succeed. And that's, that's the quarterback position everywhere. And in our case here in Miami, I look at Mike McDaniel, and man, he is the major, major freaking problem. Those of you that look at Tua, you're not looking at it the right way. That's all. You're looking at a, a head coach that doesn't know how to run an offense, doesn't have any awareness of what's going on in a game on a consistent basis, constantly making mistakes. He lost his own defensive end because he kept him on, a, on the field because he didn't have to. Three minutes left in a, in a game that was meaningless, and he had several players out there. That's no awareness. He sends in plays late, not allowing his quarterback to ever adjust to anything, setting your quarter up, quarterback for failure, constantly in love with throwing it to Tyreek Hill, setting his team up for failure because he doesn't spread the ball around enough. You know, there's a lot of things that he does that he doesn't help his quarterback out. A lot of things Shula did that didn't help his quarterback out. A lot of things the Bears did that did not help their quarterback out. You know? Yeah, I, you know what? You know what's a great example? Even though he's not a franchise player. Ryan Tannehill. See, you, you brought him down. You drafted him, right? And you tried to make him a passer. Where Tennessee got him and said, no, 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 we're going to run the ball a lot, and then he will throw off the run. And so he didn't have to go throwing 300 yards all the time. In fact, there were plenty of games where he was throwing 150 yards and a touchdown or two, and they were winning. And why? Because Henry and the line and the defense were dominating. And that is great coaching on Vrabel's part, bad coaching on the Dolphins' part. He understood what he had, and then he deciphers it, and uses it the best way it can possibly be used. We didn't do that because we didn't have that kind of running game or defense, by the way. Well, no, actually, at times there was a decent defense. See what I'm saying? Lamar Jackson, if you get him and you start making him a passer, you're an idiot. He needs to be a runner that then passes. Josh Allen, Ken Dorsey was screwing it up. 
He thought he could make Josh Allen a guy that can throw the ball 35, 40 times a game. No, that's not him. He's got to run. So it's either you have to understand what kind of player you have so you can play him the right way, and then you also have to then complement the player in order for that player to succeed. And it doesn't matter if you're Marino, if you're Justin Fields, if you're Tua Tunga-Vailoa, or you're even Ryan Tannehill. You must understand what you have and then how to use it. And so far, Mike McDaniel doesn't fully understand how to use it. So interesting to hear Marino talk about his Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks and how the ones that succeed, there's a reason why they succeed. It's not only because they're great. It's because they also had the help that they needed, something Marino did not, unfortunately.